0: Success isn't a map you can follow. It starts with a spark of curiosity for the unknown, dedication for the unlearned, and innovation to pave the way for the next generation of leaders. These are the makings of our entrepreneurs who are redefining this industry by bringing the real in real estate. Real people, real experiences, real excellence. Welcome to the Real Relentless podcast by Century 21 Tray Cities, a real estate brokerage in eastern Washington. On this episode of the Real Relentless podcast, we're chatting with 3D printing expert Christian Carmen, who has his eyes on 3D printing houses in the near future. All right, so Christian, we've seen amazing creations that are being 3D printed from toys to knickknacks to mask extenders to hospital supplies. So now there's even NPR coverage of 3D printed houses. At a very basic level, can you explain what a 3D printed house is and how it could change the face of construction?
1: For sure. So a 3D printed house is pretty much, um, if you take a small 3D printer, you know, you can put it on your desk. It's pretty much that on a bigger scale. So instead of the filament being plastic, what they use in 3D construction is actually concrete slash fiberglass material. So what you do is you create a print bed on the side of the lot and you would um, have the volumetric mixer full of your material, and then you would have, um, you know, the floor plan integrated with the machine through technology, you know, um, through coating and stuff like that, and it would literally print your um, build in exterior and interior walls line by line using concrete instead of plastic, you know, on a smaller scale. So it's, it's pretty incredible the technology we're, we're dealing with nowadays.
0: So for maybe like just a basic 1600 square foot home, how long would that take to 3D
1: print? So it it depends, but um, on average, you can complete the whole home um, besides the printing, you know, adding all the structures and light fixtures and doors and and all the extra stuff besides um, the concrete in about two weeks. To do the actual print, it takes about uh, 48 to 72 hours. But, yeah, pretty quick compared to, you know, traditional new construction where it takes anywhere from three to nine months to complete your home.
0: So, let's see. I've heard of, is it Lennar and Icon? Mm And so they've started their little community for sure yeah in is it austin
1: i believe so yeah
0: and so have you heard of any other areas or communities that these are popping up in
1: um so the that is kind of the first development i've seen kind of go forward and you know start the process i don't know if they've gotten uh foots on the ground there yet um, I actually went and, and traveled to all these different places a couple years ago in, in Texas and New York and stuff. And, and New York is kind of, I feel like, ahead of what Texas is doing. They're actually starting their own 3D construction development um, in the next uh, week or so. They just they tri- just purchased the development and stuff. And so they're gonna have the largest 3D printed home in the United States. Um, and that, that company is called Squared SQ4D and uh, they're kind of, I think, ahead of the curve, whereas ICON um, has a lot of money and funding and stuff, um, but they're more so on the government side of things, you know, working towards uh, lunar development and and space exploration and building components for that. Um, But like Bethany said, as well as, you know, working with Leonard and and, and building a community and stuff, I just don't know exactly how far they are in the process in that, Um, but yeah.
0: So then let's dive into to your interest in 3D printing sure. so How did that develop? Was it just through your little travels through the... Um,
1: so yeah, let me give you a little background. So um, I've always been into like disruptive technology ever since I can remember, you know, I've always been fascinated with technology and computers and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I was uh, pretty involved um, early on in, in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin back in 2015. And, you uh, you know, really, really made a presence online. And so I found out about these communities where, you know, they would talk about disruptive technology and stuff like that. And I came to, you know, find out about 3D construction, um, after I got into real estate, because, you know, my mind was always spinning and I was like, there has to be a better way to build homes, more affordable, uh, more sustainable and, you know, um, stronger like these homes, they meet OSHA requirements and they're very strong, um, we're the pretty much the only country still building homes out of sticks and stones, still building hammers and two by fours and kind of you know stuck hundred years ago. So um, it really started with me um, trying to solve a problem. And uh, so from that point forward, I, I decided to take a trip cross country um, in early 2021. And uh, I went and talked to these uh, different companies throughout the nation and get hands-on you know, training and experience of kind of what they're doing, how we can get it started over here, and what the process was, and you know, all the intricacies about it because you know, it's pretty new technology.
0: Would you say that it's gonna be cheaper?
1: For sure, yeah. So um, for them over in New York, I know they did a three bedroom, two bath, fourteen hundred square foot home for around forty thousand um, dollars after, not including the lot. So um, just you know the the build of the materials and the structure um, and stuff and getting it permitted. Um, may not play into that, but compared to where, um, you know, for a a traditional new construction home for the same kind of three bed, two bath, 1400 square feet, um, it may cost around $120,000. So you're really cutting your costs more than half. Um, yeah. And I'd say it's definitely the future. Like, you know, people are getting priced out of the market and you know, there needs to be an affordable way to, to build again.
0: So we see something like this and we see something like tiny homes and minimalist living mm-hmm. and people building these smaller houses possibly even with 3D printing. So do you see that being more popular or would you see it replacing just modern typical construction?
1: I think uh, both both avenues would be really, really uh, awesome because, you know, in, in California, what they just enacted is if if you have you can have an 800 square foot outhouse or outbuilding in your backyard and you don't have to get it permitted. So you're not going to have to jump through all these different loops um, to to build you know a potential Airbnb or generational living you know in your backyard. So I think it, it'll come into play in both fields, the ADU side of things, and you know maybe sheds or uh, shops. Um, as well as I think first-time home buyers, there's an avenue there, as well as low income, and also even um, you know luxury high end because you know you can beat the cost using uh, you know 3D printing and concrete and, uh, you know, that fiberglass material. Um, They still have not really figured out how to do um, two-story full 3D printed concrete builds, but there's a way um, to do it. You know, you could have a hybrid uh, with drywall upstairs and stuff and, you know, some sheetrock type stuff. Um, So it's totally doable, you know, but uh, I think this is really, you know, the new future. And, um, you know, I feel like my generation, um, I'm 25. So, you know, the, the millennial era or Gen Zers, I feel like we are becoming, uh, I feel like they aren't as personalized in, in their home. Uh, you know, they don't need necessarily all the intricacies, um, like the older homes used to, to have, um, you know, we're going towards that more minimalistic direction. What you need is kind of what you have. And so, um, I don't think, you know, this would really be an issue there. But the cool thing about 3D is it's really customizable. So say you wanted rounded um, walls and stuff like that. You can totally do that. Have a garden rooftop. You know, there's the the customization on the 3D side of things is so amazing because you're using a machine, which is a lot more precise than, you know, hands, you know. Hmm. Okay. That
0: was a lot of really good information there. All right, because I was kind of, I was, I was curious as mm-hmm. far as, you know, upscale 3D printed homes and what those are going to look like. For sure. And then as far as like design goes, because the ones that I've seen just right. Googling it, they look a little bit, you know, futuristic and a little bit different. So do you think that they're going to eventually be able to make homes that look... You can't tell the difference between a 3D-printed home and a, a traditionally built
1: home? A hundred percent. So I can uh, share some images with Bethany. Maybe she can pop a bump on the screen or whatnot. But um, honestly, if you are back about 50 yards, you cannot tell the difference between the home we toured in New York. Um, from a regular three bed, two bath, uh, single story Rambler home. They use the, um, the, you know, the the base level, um, exterior and interior walls are all uh, 3D printed, but they use, you know, um, uh, a real roof and, you know, real top siding to kind of finish the look. Um, So um, it's not really that different. Like I said, I'll pop some pictures up here of 3D printed homes and you can kind of see what you think about them but i think especially as we go um you know advance more and more and get better at the technology they're going to become you know more one in the same type thing and, and like i said it's cheaper better faster stronger so you know there's no real reason to uh to not um have that technology be developed and get better and better
0: okay so this isn't something that people will just kind of like dismiss and be like oh this is a solution for like just low-income housing this is for all types of spectrums and
1: budgets for sure yeah so the three avenues i kind of thought of and and especially when i was problem solving is you know low income homes for the needy um we could you know work with the government and you know print those at very low cost like i said you know the costs are pretty cheap so as long as you know we we can get the material paid for and stuff we can construct homes for the needy and stuff like that as well as like i said first-time home buyers um and uh you know the luxury high end Uh, market especially as the technology gets advanced because um, I think it's going to be more and more important at integrating the lot into your build um, and that will be used kind of with technology um, and they'll be able to kind of plan according to what's on your lot like if you're near a tree and you want that to be at a certain area um, or you know all kinds of different things. I think definitely it's for all markets, not necess- not just first-time home buyers or low income. Maybe at, at the current spot we're in with the three D tech and stuff. Um, you know, I would start more so design towards those first-time home buyers, especially because that's where the needs at right now.
0: So how long do you know do three D printed houses
1: last? Um. So. You know, they just started building them, so we don't have any necessarily use cases or whatnot, but from my understanding is they're much stronger than typical homes. They're on the foundation built solely out of concrete, so in our market where we don't have earthquakes and tornadoes and natural disasters and stuff like that, um, they would last 30 to 40 years. I think they actually last a little longer um, just due to the concrete and, uh, you know, depending on the uh, the upkeep of the home and stuff like that, Um, but the... The different uh, companies that we um, worked with and toured, you know, they all offer warranties and stuff like that to make sure, you know, your home is protected and safe and upkept throughout the years. But definitely um, 30 plus years because you can get regular financing on this as well.
0: Well, say like you're 10 years into one of these homes and you're like, I don't want this wall here anymore. I want to restructure my home. How, like, what is the ability
1: So I, I don't know exactly the extent of, you know, kind of removing a concrete wall and doing an addition, but I don't think it's impossible because it's similar than kind of what would happen in a new construction home. You know, you'd remove a wall make plans and, you know, build that same thing. So in the, in the, uh, 3d printed homes, they're not, 100% full of concrete in between the walls, you know, they do a crisscross section um, Where all the plumbing and wiring and electrical would feed into and then they fill it with a foam insulation So you're not gonna have to burst through like 6 to 12 inch walls of concrete um, But it would be similar to what you do with a traditional new construction build Um, you know, and then you would probably work with us or someone else down the line who was wanting to get into this industry and uh, either do a traditional uh, wood style remodel or you could get it printed.
0: You seem pretty excited. Just about three D printing in general and how sure. is the future? So, what about the disadvantages of three D printing in your eyes? Can you honestly share like some of like the things that maybe they're currently trying to overcome?
1: Um, I would say um, the number one thing I think, or at least as I was walking through, is um, the texture is a little different. So, like I said, you know we're kind of building homes line by line um, via the printer, and so you're not really accustomed to that uh type of wall you know typically you have like a smooth or a textured style wall um whereas in these homes you know it's a little different they have those rough ridges and stuff um on the interior walls and exterior walls but the cool thing is you have the option to you know go go forward through that natural look or have it smoothed out and stuff like that um other than that i really don't think there's too many cons about it just besides um like yeah, the, the, uh, the unfamiliar look of the walls, um, you can't really tell from far back and stuff. And then just kind of the city getting accustomed to it and new, it might be a little harder to get permitted and get started. But, um, overall, you know, like I said, you, you can, you can build homes faster, stronger and better. Um, you know, so I think people are a little, uh, you know, some people don't like change, so it might be hard to, to get accustomed to and stuff, but Really think it's the future, and uh, don't really have too many too many cons for it.
0: Would you say it's similar to maybe like stucco then that type of, or is it?
1: Uh, yeah, um, yeah, similar, but um, on stucco, you know, it's still kind of flat. It just has those pokey little things or whatnot. Whereas this one, it's it's line by line. So I'll I'll throw some pictures up, you know, for you guys to check it out. But um, it's kind of like you know ridges coming down. Um you know, on top of each other. And so when they dry, you know, they expand a little bit and stuff. It's really cool. Um, but it, it, from, from, you know, I would like to get it cleaned up and look a little better because, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm in the real estate industry and I, I know what I like and, you know, what others may like and stuff. But yeah, I think maybe just the, the printing of it needs to be, get cleaned up a little more and maybe more, you know, hands-on on the site. But, um, yeah, other than that, I think it's pretty good for sure yeah all
0: right so can you share a little bit about your plans with
1: 3d printing um so yeah so my plans with 3d printing is i'm trying to get it over to the tri-cities i'm trying to you know start 3d printing homes here locally and you know reshape the community and stuff like that i'm in talks with you know a company on the east side um, to acquire one of their printers Um, i was actually selected out of 3,800 applicants um, to to be able to acquire one of their five printers. So I'm working on getting funding right now and getting that all lined up so that I can 3D print homes here in the Tri-Cities, you know, whether that, you know, is doing one home at a time on on a lot or, you know, getting into a development and, you know, building a 3D printed community.
0: So... First stop would be the Tri-Cities. Is there like another area that you're sort of, you have your eyes on maybe for a 3D printed community?
1: Uh, n- You know, like like I said, I was born and raised in the Tri-Cities, so I really want to reshape where I'm from in the community I was raised in. Um, I would start, you know, in the Tri-Cities. That would be, you know, several years for sure, I think. And then I think the only other place I thought of was like Boise or, you know, up in Idaho. That that might be a good area. But, um, yeah, yeah. No plans for the west side. It's a little different terrain there, and I feel like it's not uh, not as easy as building it on flat, dry desert land like we have here. Maybe as I get you know farther into the industry and learn more about it and stuff like that, I might be open to more ideas and stuff like that.
0: So you've been in the real estate industry for a while, and so how have you seen the landscape change during this time?
1: So when I first started in early 2019, we had about 2,000 homes on the market for sale. So that's pretty drastic compared to where we're at today with only about 200 to 250 homes on the market. So as you can see, you know, there's a there's a very large supply and demand issue. And so one of the ways that 3D printing and, and uh, you know, 3D printing homes helps is you're able, like I said, to build these homes faster, more affordable, more sustainable than regular new construction homes. So you will be able to, you know, raise that supply up and help get people in homes because I'm pretty sure there's like... 1 million or 1 billion people displaced, over 1 billion people do not have adequate shelter. That's in the world, obviously, but, I mean, that's a one-eighth of our population. So, it's a large number, and uh, like I said, you know, I want to reshape and rebuild my community, and I just want to, you know, do something bigger and, uh, you know, kind of change the landscape of things. Um, and another thing another cool thing about this is you're not gonna have a bunch of the labor as you would like a regular new construction traditional home um you're gonna have a team of like five to seven people that build each home that know how to do all the intricacies and you know all the extra hard work um, you know to get those homes about all the trades that you would usually hire are all integrated to the team so you know it's gonna it's gonna take the strain off of that side of the cost and stuff Um But definitely, yeah, I just kind of want to reshape and rebuild the community. And, you know, this is kind of a way I I figured out how to solve a problem and uh, bring back more affordable homes and more available homes. And, yeah, I I think it's a really cool idea. So I, I would like to hear your guys' thoughts on it as well.
0: All right. Well, if you have a question or if people have a question out there and they like to get a hold of you, how can they how can they reach you?
1: So you can reach me out directly via cell phone. Uh, my number is 509-947-0913. Or you can shoot me an email um, if you have a little longer thought or something like that. It's christian.c at c 21 TC. Dot com. So, you know, I'm really interested in seeing what you guys think and, you know, where other minds in this community are at. And if that's, you know, something that you guys have even thought about or, you know, would be open to or something like that, feel free to comment down below and stuff like that. But, yeah, I just really kind of want to get the ideas in motion and, you know, kind of let people know that there, there's a way, you know, to to solve this problem we have, you know, with housing in the United States and, and in America.
0: Great. All right. Thank you so much, Christian.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Bethany. Really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to the Real Relentless podcast. Please remember to subscribe on Spotify and give us a like on YouTube. Until next time, keep being relentless and we'll see you soon.